0: And welcome to the HHH Racing Podcast, episode 189, as we're taping here live on a beautiful fall Tuesday evening. I'm your host, Howard Kravitz. Thanks for joining us tonight. We've got a real special podcast. We actually have two podcasts. After this, if you're watching live, we have an 8 o'clock show, which we're really excited about with Matthew DeSantis from Trust the Profits where uh, Pete Visco will be hosting and will be going through a lot of the Breeders' Cup preps. But this show, wow, I this is going to be heated. This is going to be a lively debate. Strap it in, folks, because I know my co-host Pete Visco and Paul to have some very strong opinions on some of the interesting and controversial disqualifications that happened this weekend at Keelan. We're going to be discussing three of them on tonight's podcast. Please make sure you subscribe Bottom right-hand side of the screen, of course, you can uh, hit that notification bell, which will tell you uh, when new shows will arrive here on the podcast. And we have a lot of exciting podcasts coming. You really need to hit that notification bell. It's really important. You also need to pound that thumbs-up button, which will tell other viewers of YouTube they should check out this podcast. Of course, you can follow me on Twitter, at HKravitz, and on the name tag below, HKravitzHorse. At gmail.com. You can follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. Please listen there. We've got fantastic Power Picks. I'm not going to take too long on this first show tonight with all the uh, promos. Just look below the video player. The Power Picks had a very nice... Actually, one of our co-hosts had a very nice exact, I believe, at San Nita. Thanks to the Power Picks. So congratulations to him on that. We've got a great website, hharacingpodcast.com, and then they're not so new now. It's been about two weeks, but Hawthorne Racecourse and Stable Duel welcome as new official sponsors to the pod. We really appreciate it. Guys, we're not going to waste much time now. We've got a lot uh, to talk about, so let's bring on my co-host to help me uh, get through these controversial disqualifications. Were they good decisions? Were they not? We really want to hear your opinions tonight. It's so important that we get a lively discussion tonight, and we need your help to do that. So in the live chat, please make sure you comment on the upper right-hand side of the screen. We already have Nick Feldman here. Nick, thanks for joining the show. We got Matthew Chimura. Um, Yeah, wow, roughing the passer. Wait, you can't touch Tom Brady. What are you talking about? And there uh, There was another one, too. The roughing the passer has gotten completely out of control. Uh, we might talk about that, Matthew. Uh, anyway, just like Matthew and Nick, we really want to hear from you guys. So please make sure if you're listening to this through Twitter, I highly recommend you go to our YouTube channel uh, and uh, just go to YouTube, search for our HHH Racing Podcast, because if you're watching this on Twitter, uh, if you go to YouTube, you can actually be active in our live chat and give your opinion. So you might want to switch over to that. All right, let's bring on my co here. Uh, from the Saratoga special, Paul Halloran, and I hope a fully recovered Marylander. No, he's shaking his head. I guess not. Pete Visco, that sinus infection is not cleared up, huh, Pete?
1: No, no, it's still working. Still taking pills, still working. Voice still sucks. Nose is still stuffy.
0: Ah, I'm sorry. Paul, yeah, nice what hat can you play. do? Nice hat, Paul. How you doing, Paul? You're muted. Oh, there. Oh, wow.
1: Paul's miming tonight's episode. I'm in yeah. uniform.
0: Beautiful, Paul. Looking good. How are you? Uh, good. 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 Um, I'm a little bit under the weather also. You guys want to know why? Yeah, uh, I know why. I'll, I'll tell you why, in case, in case you don't know why. Um, in case people at home don't know why, uh, that's why. <laughs> uh, now everyone's wondering, what is this? Guys, I cannot. It's against my religion to show the replay because I might fall over and I have a heart attack right in the middle of the show here. For people I don't know, um, and guys, we're just going to touch on this just for a second, just because it's fun to talk about. Well, not so fun, but sort it's of fun fun
1: for me and Paul.
0: Yeah, this is this is the last race um, at Belmont on Sunday. This four horse right here, and I'm sorry that the the stop, you know, the the stop features in the way. This four horse was an apprentice jockey, fifty two to one. This eight horse right here, if the eight had won, I would have won thirty five thousand dollars in the pick six if this five had won with the irad i would have won twenty three thousand dollars and if the favorite robin eli who actually i was a bit against in this race is six i would have gotten sixty five hundred um it was absolutely brutal we're gonna move on here but paul uh i it wasn't like i didn't lose by a whisker but i mean three horses within you know a length and some of them half a length to a neck how do I move on, Paul? Help me through this malaise <laughs> I've been in the last 48 hours. Well, that was a tough well,
2: one. <laughs> I, one. I most people, Howard, say, well, I know how you feel and I don't really mean it, but I know how you feel. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, as I said to you on the phone when I called to do the wellness check. Yes, thank you for that, by uh, the way. <laughs> you know, you could, you could do all the handicapping you want. You still have to be lucky. And like I said to you, Howard, you know, if 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 that's a six to one or eight to one or even ten to one shot that goes wire to wire, hey, those horses win, right? Fifty-two to one apprentice jockey, uh, Nick Feldman's got the right attitude. Fifty-two to one apprentice jockey. You know how you move over? And how, it's like we all get over the Kentucky Derby. It was a complete fluke. It shouldn't have happened. It happened. Move on. Uh, but I'll tell you what, it's incredibly, incredibly. Bad luck.
0: Uh, good question from, I'm, I'm assuming that's uh, Matt Cuter. Matt, thanks for watching the show, by the way. And Matt, I hope you have a lot of opinions tonight with our DQs because, of course, you are uh, do, do a great job with the Delphi racing. I'm sure you've had your share of bad beats and DQs in your career. I did hedge a little bit, Matt. I, <laughs> I hedged on the three other horses, guys, that I thought were logical. What I did is I played the three other horses that I thought were logical uh, on top with the three horses I had underneath in second in exactas, but I Dutched it, Pete. So I had more on the six and I would have less on the um, um, five and eight in general guys. I Dutched so that again, the Dutch is just uh, different uh, dollar amounts to to move on to show here. um, If, if the backup had won guys, I would have gotten my pick six money back in in essence. So um, that, but I only spent $130 on that. I say only, I mean, it's a lot of money, but whatever. I had to back it up there, guys. We could we could talk about, actually, a week from today, guys, when we have our great handicapping show with a guest I don't want to mention quite yet. I want to be a little bit surprised. Uh, we will talk about hedging a little bit. Pete, real quick, 30 seconds. Have you had a, you know, I'm sure you've had plenty of bad beats, but in terms of that large money sum, that that, that was pretty rough for me. Any, any suggestions for you?
1: Booze. I'm surprised you just didn't go with the one word. Booze. <laughs> uh, I mean, let's keep it simple. <laughs> I, I've got the Dasani water. There's That's the Dasani. Yeah, our, that should be our sponsor at the rate we go with the now. The only one I had was my um I screwed up a pick five. I was putting in a pick five for me and my two betting partners, Mike and Nick, if you're watching. And I completely forgot a horse. It was sitting on go and I think, the your Iroquois a few years ago. And if it would have won, the pick five paid sixty thousand. So I cost us twenty grand each, basically. So, oh. needless to say, I wasn't feeling so good because that was more stupidity than bad luck. So, yeah.
0: Well, listen, it happens, guys. It's horse racing. I've, I've, yeah. I've, I'm sort of joking. I've moved on. I mean, you have to move on, guys. You have to be mentally strong in this game because it's going to happen. But I, I appreciate all the kind words from everyone on Twitter and comments tonight. I did, uh, as Matthew Trimmer, I did have. Uh, three five out of sixes, which was four fifty each. So listen, I was happy to get, you know, fourteen hundred, but <laughs> when you compare it to what it could have been. Anyway, guys, uh, I'm really excited to talk about tonight's show. And I, I'm assuming you guys got the information that I sent regarding the rules in Kentucky because what we're gonna do, everyone, there were three uh disqualifications or not to disqual- there, there were three inquiries, um Steward's inquiries slash objections this weekend at Keelan. And when I talked to Pete and Paul uh yesterday over the weekend we had strong opinions on it and i'm like you know we should do a show on this so i think we're gonna have a very lively debate lively show if you're watching uh get your friends on the phone especially if they're horse racing fans call them up whatever tweet them um text them tell them to join the show tonight uh because uh it's gonna be really interesting lively discussion uh the first one before we show uh the first inquiry guys i think it's important to start off with showing the rules in kentucky um as you guys know, and most people I think know at home, but I'm not sure guys, the, each jurisdiction, usually a state, right? Has different rules as to when a horse should come down and the rules for the jockeys, which Paul and Pete, I think we'd agree is stupid. And it should be the same across the country. I have a few other like subtopics. If we have time to get into it, but let's go ahead and, and let me bring up the rules in Kentucky right now, guys, as I go ahead and share my screen. Now, for everyone, I'm going to put both. I'm going to put us both on screen here before we, uh, all three of us. First of all, the and I I did deep diving, guys. I want to make sure we're accurate on the show. The Kentucky administration regulations are have rules for the state in general, and they have ceded, they have given their, you know, their overall responsibility to the Kentucky Horse Racing Commission. This is. Uh, so this is the Kentucky horse racing commission is to control these rules. This is title 810, chapter four, regulation, 40, section 12 and section 13. Okay. So this is real. And this is currently, this is what it is. Now I know we have, we're going to have people uh, listening. So very quickly, guys, I'm going to very quickly root through the rules. Section 12 under fouls says a leading horse. Uh, I think that she, if clear, a leading horse, if clear, is entitled to any to any part of the track. Number two, if a leading horse or any horse in a race swerves or is ridden to either side so as to interfere with, intimidate, or impede any other horse or jockey, or to cause the same result, this action shall be deemed a foul. Number three, if a jockey strikes another horse or jockey, it is a foul. Number Sammy. four. <laughs> number four. In the opinion of the stewards, a foul alters the finish of a race, and offending horse may be disqualified by the stewards. Before I get to section 13, and again, we obviously, guys, want to get to the actual uh, tape itself. Paul, i to let you go first. Anything in section 12 you an issue with, or any very quick comments on section 12 alone?
2: Um, no, I think it's straightforward. Although there's there's certainly a lot room for a lot of subjectivity in it. Pete? Uh,
1: that's exactly what I was going to say. It's ambiguity. It's the way rules are written <laughs> in most walks of life, where there's gray areas and it's not black or white, and you can interpret them whatever way that person who's interpreting them on that day chooses to, unfortunately.
0: Okay, I agree. Let's go to section 13. Stewards to determine uh, file riding. Number one, a jockey shall make a best effort to control and guide, best effort, to control and guide his or her mount <laughs> in such a way as to not cause a foul. Number two, the steward shall take cognizance of writing that results in a foul, irrespective of whether or not an objection is lodged. And number three, if, in the opinion of the stewards, a foul is committed as a result of a jockey not making a best effort to control and guide his or her mount to avoid a foul, whether or not intentionally or through carelessness or incompetence the jockey may be penalized at the discretion of the stewards okay guys there's a lot to unpack there in general paul like you said a lot of ambiguity right i mean
2: it's, yeah um, absolutely and 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 the part at the bottom is simply to cover themselves if they don't dq discu- a horse they can still suspend the jockey which happens more than you would think uh that that's what that means. The, the, yeah. uh, you know, regardless of whether there's a fi- they uh, ha- have a foul and DQ them, you know, they go look at the replay and they can still take action against the jockey.
0: Pete, any other quick thoughts as before we get to the re- the, the tape?
2: No, fire
1: away. I think right, I think we're this, all guys. in agreement.
0: All right, so let me take this down here. Let me do this. So, guys, the first race we're going to look at is I go ahead and. Um... <laughs> Bring it up here on the screen. Um, I'm going to do this here. All right, guys. First one we're going to look at. Here we go. And again, we want your opinions, but, you know, watch the tape first. If you're not familiar with these races, everyone, watch the tape first. Hold your judgment a little bit to the end. Guys, we literally have about 10 to 12 minutes per race, and that's it uh, to discuss. So here we go. Race five on Friday. Uh, This was uh, the eight. Excuse me. uh, I got to get the right race up. Nope, that is no that was not the right race i'm sorry guys Hold on. Yeah. i gotta go back my bad uh this is friday i got it set here Keeland race five sorry about that okay okay here we go guys sorry about that race five uh number 12 is olga isabel number 11 is jag warrior the 12 was ridden by rosario who was um In the race, obviously, towards the lead. And the number 11 is Jag Warrior. You can see the 12 on the lead. So, guys, as we go to the point of the race, we're going to watch the key part of the race. We don't need to watch the whole race here. We're going to watch the key part of the race. It's on the far turn. Let me take off the volume here. You guys can't hear that. So, right here, this is the 12, Oga Isabel. And here comes the 11 on the outside, Jag Warrior. I'm just going to let this roll through, guys, for people that haven't seen this. Again, the 12 goes wide, okay, very wide, right here. Very wide into, the like, the, I don't know, 7, 8 path, and then sort of swerves out a little bit, maybe to the path of the 11, maybe not. And then there's really nothing else, but we do need to watch the finish here, guys, because I think that is part of the argument. As you're going to see, the 12 will hang on to win, uh, barely, though, over the 11. Uh, there, there was not an inquiry... Any part of this, uh, this effort here it looks like the 12 team in a little bit, but I just want to reiterate to everyone that happened a little bit. At the end had absolutely nothing, guys. Nothing to do at all with the inquiry. If you listen to it, if you watch it, and I've done my homework, guys, on this race, uh, nothing deep and stretch had any effect. That's not what they are looking at. So, guys, let's go to four. Uh, l- let me go to the key part here. And the access to that, the head
2: on. Have it how?
0: We have both. Good. We have both. So on the left is the pan. And the right is the head on. I'll go full screen, guys. Um, the question is, was there a hurting? I think that's the main question. Did the 12 hurt the 11? And whether you think or not, then did the 12 cut the path off of the 11 at the top of the stretch? And should all that matter based on how close the finish it was? So here we go again. I'm going to show. This is the key. I'm going to let this actually run. Okay. Again, you see, right? I want to freeze it right here, though. Guys, would you agree that the 12 right here is in the what? Three path, maybe? Would that be fair, Paul? Yeah, that's fair.
1: I'm oh, yeah, sorry. Fair, guys?
0: Yep. Okay. We'll let it run through. Again, the left is the pan, the right is the head on. And now, Pete, what path would you say this was if you had to? I mean, I don't know. God, he's got to be it right there.
1: It's got to be like seven paths out, it feels like. Right. It's probably.
0: So, uh, uh, Paul, you'd agree, moves out definitely a few paths, right? Yes. You'd agree? Okay. We'll, we'll keep watching it a little bit here. Now, the question here is, does the lead horse cut off the 11? Now, he does cut in front, but was he clear, Paul? That's the main question. I look at the left side of the screen here. Was he clear, in your opinion, based on what you can
2: see? Yes. I think at that point, he was clear. Pete, do you agree that he was clear? It looked like he was clear.
1: I mean, it, it's tough, obviously, always from the angle. They need to they need to have drones at all these tracks, yeah. so they can be over the top of the horses, so you can actually see the distance between the two. Okay,
0: so that's I don't really need to. I don't think we need to really talk about much else other than I, I, right now, guys. I'm going to bring back the um, uh, the rules here. Okay, now for everyone to know, um, and, and I think you guys know this, there was a DQ. The twelve did come down. The eleven was put up. Mr. Paul Halloran, agree or disagree?
2: <laughs> uh, well, if I look at this in a vacuum, I would say I would. I think it's a jump ball, and because of the uh, because of the finish, I guess if a gun to my head, I would say DQ. But it's pretty weak, Pete
1: yeah no I, I I think this is one where we've seen much more obvious ones not come down which is what makes it confusing okay you got stay like...
2: tuned Pete you're gonna see it again soon. oh I
1: know I know but I, I, I think my thing is if you this one was a little less egregious I think what everything the horse did was wrong potentially and the fact that the other horse was coming back at him was you know, I think swings it a little bit, so it makes it seem like you definitely costed something. So, I'm not against this one. Doesn't rile me up one way or the other. In okay. all honesty, I mean, I had I no money on that. it either. So maybe if I had money on one side or the other, like I will bring some comments up because there's a, a little bit from both sides. Yeah. I think in the comments, Pe- feel free to put up a lot
0: of comments because I do yeah. lost. Sw- I gotta do a lot of clicking myself. So Pete will bring up some comments, and um, I think it's important for everyone at home pete and paul and it, i'm not you guys can do whatever you want but i'm going to be very transparent and say that i had no bet at all in this race no bet at all and, and again whether we had money on the races we're talking about shouldn't really have any opinion on what we're saying guys if you go back and if you go back and look at the rules the other thing i want to say because i know we're gonna get a lot of comments guys i know people want to say well i was watching a race in new york and i was what guys none of that matters this is kentucky It doesn't matter what they do in California. It does not matter what they do in New York. That is an invalid argument to be respectful to everyone. So you need to look at the rules of Kentucky. Okay. And also guys, there were some suspensions handed out this weekend, which we're going to get to. So it was very clear to me that Kentucky is, I think it's fair to say a little more strict. That's my opinion, at least a little more strict, a little less leeway than definitely New York, California, not quite as familiar with, you know, their stewards out there. Let's go to the rules, guys, and I'll give my opinion here. Um, If he's clear, that's debatable. However, the one that, to me, I think is why I agree with it, is really number one, and it's all about hurting. There's no way that Rosario on the 12 was – you know had full control over the horse and it seemed like he was doing it to me on purpose because there's no reason guys it's not like it was a sloppy track and he wanted to stay away from the inside or anything like there was no reason the horse wasn't looking left or right there's just no reason for Rosario to do that other to herd and I know you guys I'm pretty sure you guys don't like herding because we've talked about that before so the fact that he herded him four paths and then forced the 11 to come back to the inside even if he was clear And most also importantly to me, guys, is where does it say where it determines the uh, uh, number four, section 12, alters the finish of the race. Guys, when you lose by an inch and you get herded out four paths and then you have to force back in. To me, it's not a no brainer, but I completely 100% agree with the stewards on this one. Final thoughts, Pete and Paul on anything I said or any of the comments that are coming up.
2: Go ahead, Paul. I will stick to what I said i I think it's a 55 45 either way but when we see others you know we're looking at this in a vacuum and if you're in the booth and 40 you can't you you can't look at it in a vacuum and if you're well we'll talk about other ones oh <laughs> I'll wait' talk about other
1: okay
0: Uh, Pete, final
1: thoughts. I I mean, I like this comment here. Is where some of it is if you're if you're trying to see if one horse is ahead and you can't, does that? It's almost like in the NFL when they say whatever the call on the field was because you know you know you don't know. You sort of lean that way. In this one, you say I don't know. I could. It's not like obvious where he cut them off, but I do agree with the hurting part. That's what it looked like, but there's other i don't know i this one's a little this one's a little more ambiguous to me i think i agree with paul where like i like sort of like the fifty-five, forty-five, just because i don't think it's like super clear cut and dry but i have no problem at all with the takedown i think it maybe was a little conservative but it's fine i'd rather be conservative than let egregious ones fly and and not cope so
0: Totally 100% agree. Guys, I don't know if you. it looked like he was clear. I'm sure the stewards had a better look, by the way. He, he might have been clear. To me, that's not really the issue, guys. To me, is the unnecessary hurting three or four Yeah. For, for no reason whatsoever. And the fact that it was – how much do you think – oh, by the way, the stewards do have to file a report, guys. I looked yesterday. There was nothing filed yet. I want to apologize to everyone. You can go on the Keelan website. They do file reports. I don't know how quickly they do it, though, Pete and Paul – but eventually there will be a report filed by the Stewards. If if the eleven last question we we'll move on, guys, if the eleven lost by a length or two, Paul, do you think he would have come down?
2: Uh, I, I don't want to try to get in the minds of people who can't get a report filed in 72 hours. After an <laughs> there it is, the first insult
0: of the Stewart. Yeah, I mean, Let's really. Does that, that, I, that, I, I won. That was the under at
2: uh, 10 in the show. Doesn't that just summarize what's wrong with well, this game yeah, that we love? I shouldn't that, laugh about that it. That report, Howard, should have been up Friday night, okay? They had to make a decision, right? They talked yeah. to each other. It was either a 3 nothing vote or a 2-1 to vote. So yeah. they knew what their reasoning was. Well, unless they didn't have an iPad or a laptop, why the hell hasn't that reason been codified? I mean, how about if you lose that race? What if that cost you a pick? Now, I didn't have a nickel on the race, same yeah. as you guys. Right. What if that race cost you a pick five or exacta, whatever? You, you don't on Tuesday night, you can't get an explanation from these idiots?
0: Well, it might be out, Pete. I didn't have a chance to look today. I just want to be fair. It might, <laughs> it might have been out this morning. I don't know, That's a good um, one, which is Matthew. still Matthew, not
2: acceptable,
0: Matthew. That was the it, Derby. Let, let let's be fair, guys. That was the Derby. That's gonna take it's a lot still of time.
2: funny though. <laughs>
0: I actually got real quick, guys. Did you agree with the Derby decision or not?
1: Yeah, at the time, I don't remember. I think I oh, did. Well,
2: you don't agree with it. You didn't agree with it. I can't. Uh, I. It was thousands of dollars. I I cannot be a hundred percent objective. It was okay, I loved he, maximum security. It cost me at least okay, three thousand. Also, we appreciate
0: your honesty there, uh, Pete. What do you think? I I, you
1: think? I sort of agreed with it, but didn't I? I and I had nothing either way. Okay. So I mean, I, I think the best. I'll tell you
2: one thing, Howard, it didn't cost. It didn't. The, the, reason the best I don't horse. Like it, now you're going to get me started. The best the reason, horse didn't
1: win. Is it Yes.
2: That's <laughs> Paul, you got exactly, you got your blood pressure medication nearby. <laughs> that's <laughs> exactly the one thing about these decisions that I hate, and I'm not saying this race was one example, but country it was a country house, I think. Yeah. In a million gotcha. trillion years, was never going to win that race, with or without what maximum. Okay, and, fair enough. Okay, so I'll move on. Yeah, I know.
0: I I want to move the show along. (laughs) It's hard to have short opinions. It's it's very visceral. Uh, I agreed with the Derby decision just to get that out. All right, let's go on to the next race, guys. The next race, uh, this was Saturday, race nine. And if I'm correct, we all actually had a a financial investment into this race, just for full disclosure, I believe. This is race nine on Saturday. This was the Claiborne's Breeders Futurity. And what we're going to see here, guys, is – Irad is going to be on the number seven forte in the, uh, on the outside logins for Giroux, the number two on the inside. I don't want to say anything about my opinions yet because I have a very, very strong opinion uh, in this particular situation. Let's go ahead and watch uh, the key part. We're just going to watch the stretch. That's all that really matters here for everyone. Again, I'm sure most people were watching this on set. Let me see if I can get the time. Here we go guys. So, uh, on the inside, is going to be Logins in the pink. It's very easy to watch here. Here comes Forte on the outside here. Again, here's Forte for IRAD. Here's Logins. here. I'm not even going to make any comments, guys. I'm just going to show it through. It was a great stretch tool all the way. You're going to see Forte does come in a little bit right there. He does come in a little bit. Um, it was a very close finish. I think that's important to note also. It was a first wire finish. I, that was, wow, that was pretty good timing, guys. <laughs> uh, that's what? A neck. I don't know the official chart we can look at. It was a neck finish. Okay. Now, let's go to, and I have it all taped out, guys. Let's go to the inquiry and the head-on, guys. Again, the head-on is going to be on the right. All right, here we go. Let me freeze it. Right here, I hope you guys can see on the right side, this is, again, this is Iran Forte. Here's logins here. And we're going to go back a little bit further, guys. I'm going to show this full speed, and then we'll go back. You're going to see right here, Forte definitely comes in a little bit. There's a slight bump. And then from here, they were sort of trading paint. I think this is pretty much mutual. Here it is again. I want to point out something. Here's Forte right here, guys. Watch the shadow line. Forte is in the, I don't know, two and a half path outside of the shadow line. Loggins is basically inside of the shadow line. I think it's important to note. And now Fortes comes over a little bit. And now you can see he's now inside the shadow line. And then he clearly he clearly did come over a little bit again. If you watch it right, right, you're going to see it right, right there. There was a bump. Loggins almost hits the rail. It wasn't much of a bump, but it was some we will we'll watch it one more time, guys. I feel like I'm watching the uh, the JFK the JFK assassination or something. I shouldn't joke about that, but you guys know what I mean. We're just this is a Pruder tape. There it is again. All right, I don't think we need to watch it too much more than that, guys. Okay, um, let me go back and let me put up you guys, and let me go ahead and put up the rules again. Bear with me, everyone. Uh, Pete, we're gonna let you go first. Um, they decided not to take it down. Irad stayed up. I know there's a lot of people watching. Wow, the comments are on fire. guys. People are fired. I know there's a lot of Irad hatred out there. I'm, I think we need to try very hard to take away. This is all in a vacuum, right, Paul? Let's just focus on this race and in Kentucky. Uh, the horse stayed up. Pete, your initial reaction?
1: Oh, you know, me. We, we, we were watching this one we live were. on the show on we Saturday were. and my thought was this was nothing. It was just some Incidental bumping. I didn't think I rad did anything. I thought the horse just went in a touch. I actually thought, and if nothing else, I didn't think it cost Loggins anything. I co- I thought it cost Forte winning the race by maybe three quarters of a length to a to a length in the end because I think he actually took the brunt of the bump and was going by a little a little more cleanly. So to me, the the decision was correct. I had both horses. Forte was a better you know, it was a better, he was longer odds. So it was a better circumstance, but I had both horses. So I'm not super swayed by the, the betting aspect of it, but I thought it was fine exactly the way it was. Okay.
0: So Pete agrees. Uh, Paul, I don't recall if you were alive in this pick five or not with either one of these. Um, and again, you don't have to say, but w- what's your feeling on the Stewart decision
2: here? Yeah. Uh, honestly, I had the two, I didn't like Forte, but I would not have, I would have left it alone. I, And I think Nick Feldman in the comments makes it it does matter what hand the jockey is using. And this one right here. For better or worse, for better or worse, (laughs) we kinda know Irad's act. And you know, Irad does what he does when he thinks it's to his horse's advantage. If he wants his horse to get out to see another horse coming by, Pete's right. If if Forte ran straight, he wins by more. So I can't imagine and he was close enough read had no reason to to have Forte, you know, want to get close to that horse. He was he was going by. So again, not not that that matters, but I would not have taken that one down.
0: Um, guys, here's here's the deal. If you watched, if everyone watched the show live with with Pete and um, and Kyle, I said on the show live that I thought the horse was green because it looked that way initially. The horse was green and sort of came over without Ired doing anything and read tried to correct, and I sort of defended Irad on Saturday. Guys, I've done a complete 180, complete 180. I think this was a horrible decision, and I'll tell you why. And, and for full disclosure, full disclosure, I did need logins, but that's not why. And if people think that's why I'm saying it, I can't control what other people think. But I wasn't lying. I would have lost the pick five anyway for the record because I didn't like Annapolis in the last race. So, guys, it wouldn't have mattered. Here's the thing. This was clear intimidation. There's no doubt about it. There's no reason. I don't want to show the replay again. We just showed it. Irad comes over three pads, guys. First, he came over. The, the initial when he came over, I have zero problem with that. Zero. In fact, as betters, we want jockeys to do that, right, guys? We don't mind when our jockeys bring horses close to the other horse. I got no problem with that. That extra little bump right by the rail was unnecessary, and lo- and Logan's lost momentum. There, there's no reason in the world – for him to do that none. now you people can say i'm crying for spilled milk that's fine that was intimidation and section 12 number two you cannot interfere or intimidate or impede he did all of that in my personal opinion and i think you could make an argument it didn't affect the order of the finish, guys because you could say forte to one by more but he didn't win by more so we can't keep guessing as to how much you would have won by we have to go that it was a net finish and irad had did not need to swerve in that second time cause contact and Logans almost went into the rail. I respect your guys' opinion. I know I might be in the minority. I think he absolutely should have come down
1: Any retorts guys. Yeah. I mean, I just disagree. I mean, I okay. nothing, 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 but I think, I think here's the problem. And sorry, Paul, I, you were going to say something. I think the problem <laughs> is, I don't think any of us are right because it's hard to interpret yeah. the rules and apply them to what's happening In the race. So when you have that happening there, it's not always a right or wrong. It's, it's going to come down to opinion, which winds up as what happens up in the steward's office as well. It almost comes down to their interpretation and their opinion. And that's, that's where I think we run into trouble. Can I comment on Nick guys real
0: quick, Paul? Please. To me, Nick and I, Nick, we love your, I, I love your opinions, Nick. And we're really, you're, you're a great viewer. We can agree to disagree. That's the beautiful, a beautiful thing about horse racing, guys. I don't care if he was left-handed, right-handed, no-handed. The horse went in, and I don't, and and he didn't do it on his own. The horse did not swerve it on zone, in my opinion. Whether you did or he didn't, the stewards are saying that doesn't matter. I know that he did correct right away, guys. He had to correct right away, otherwise Drew would have gone into the rail, and then would have been a serious injury. So yes, thank you, thank you, Irad, for making sure that Drew isn't paralyzed but you know i'm not giving him bonus points for that he bumped him near the rail and he came in i just i i i disagree i love that irad came in a little bit at first that second one though guys where there was contact by the rail i i think that affected the outcome um paul i'll let you uh finish well a
2: couple of things it the reason why what hand he's using on the stick is if he's using the right hand it makes it a lot clearer yes okay so it does matter and two you do have to factor in that they're two-year-olds. You know, when we're talking about the horse maybe being green, that, no, you know, that
0: do is. I'm actually on it, Ashley. Matt Utero, if you want to comment on this, who owns, who, who's the racing manager of Adelphi Racing. Do they take that into consideration, Paul, as far as you see? Well, that if it's a two-year-old race, they allow more crap than
2: otherwise? It's not about allowing a bit. if you think it's a legitimately – a two-year-old is much more likely to act greenly than a five-year-old. Okay. Right? Fair enough. So, I mean, was that was what, that the third career start maybe? Paul, was the, was the race on
1: Friday two-year-olds? I mean, when he had the buyers up, they didn't have a lot of races it looked like, but I don't remember if they were two-year-olds I don't as know. well. How, I Howard, do you, do you know um, if that first I don't year don't was think
0: – I... think, um, I don't think I, so. I don't think it was. Okay,
1: cuz when when you had the buyer page up, I just thought there wasn't a lot of numbers on go there back so to it real quick. We, I mean, you don't ahead. have to we dwell have to on ahead. it. And I was just so curious, yeah.
0: Um yeah, let's see. Um no, that three was three and, up. and up. Three
2: oh, and Okay. Up okay. Okay. Any checking. final
0: thoughts, Peter Paul, before we move on?
2: No, I think that was maybe I would have left it up and I'd make that one like a 60 40 or uh, 43 something.
1: Yeah, I, I, was, I was even worse. I was like 70-30. I, I didn't even think it was I, I didn't even think it should have warranted much I think it was a quick cursory review and then that was the end of it.
0: Okay fair enough. This is why we love all these discussions guys. This is why we're uh, we, we enjoy having these conversations. All right now this last one. <laughs> strap it in, guys because I think uh, I know Pete for sure. I don't know about Paul but uh, I know one of Optimus. you has a very very strong opinion on this one. Um, let's go ahead to the last one we're going to look at. This was Sunday, race seven. Um, there, there were three horses involved. Just the condition, just to get was a main special. This was two-year-olds again. By this the way, this is the guys. one
1: I was thinking of when you, when you yeah. had this one up at the beginning. This is the this race. This is I two-year-olds.
0: Was of. Okay, uh, the number eight, Raise Kane, is with Geraldo Corrales. The number seven, who's going to be in between horses, is Tyler Gaffney. the number two, perform with Johnny V is me closest to the rail. <clears throat> to the rail, excuse me. Let's go ahead and watch, uh, again, the stretch. We don't need to watch anything really else other than the stretch. All right, here it is. Let me freeze it right here. Right here, this is the eight. This is Corrales, Ray's Kane. Here is uh, on the seven, and here is Perform, the two, with Johnny V. I'll hold off any opinions, let people watch it in full speed. You can see they sort of a sandwich kind of situation here. They come together. Um, Tyler, on the seven, did have to study. It is important, I think, Paul, we talked about this, that the seven uh, does end up getting ahead of the two at the end. We'll explain why that matters. The eight draws off and wins. Uh, You can see right there, really not very close. There's the finish. Let's go ahead and watch the crucial parts of this race. Okay, we're going to watch the head on, guys, with the objection. Okay, here we go again. This on the right side, it's probably the best view. So watch the right side with the head on. We're going to watch it a few times. I'm just going to let it roll here. And there's the sandwich job, okay. And I'm just gonna let this tape roll because they're gonna keep showing it, guys. And I'm gonna free. I'm gonna try to freeze it at the appropriate time. They're gonna trust me. They're gonna show one more time here coming up. So there's the end, and they're gonna show one more time coming up right now. And okay, I'm gonna freeze it, guys. It's important. Let me freeze it right here. Perform is guys, what you know in the shadows, right? Here's the eight, Corrales on Ray's cane. Here's the seven. I think people need to watch carefully, whether you agree or not. Watch the eight right here. Do you think this horse came in? I think that's the key. And do you think this horse, the two, came out? So I think you don't really need to watch the seven. You need to watch the outside and inside. That's, I think, the key, especially the outside. okay well i'll take it back a little bit one more time here okay and also i think it's important to note who moved more because i think that does matter at least it matters to me guys did the two come out more or did the eight come in more I i think that's important also to note all right so there it is guys we don't really need to talk about anything else now Pete, you have a very strong opinion. They decided not, I want to repeat, they did not take out one down. They left the eight up. Pete, the floor is yours.
1: No, I'm, I'm not going to be as, as fiery as I was the other day. Oh, I, wow, oh, okay. Well, I mean – I, I, I want you to be fiery. Be no, like no, 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 and, and it's not about being, it's not about being <laughs> fiery. I, I still think you look at that race, and, and we have a couple comments here. I, I'm not sure the seven was ever winning the race. So if you take that into consideration, then – I could see how you'd lean and then leave the eight up. I thought the eight was the one who caused it. I know uh, Nick in there said the two also came way in way more than the eight moved in. I thought the eight did more than the two did. I think the combination of the two put the seven in a bad position, but I'm not sure the seven was ever beating the eight. Now this did cost me a pick five. So I was a little bit pissed on Sunday when I first saw it, because I didn't even watch the race live. I missed it. And I Paul on um, tech said, You gotta watch this race and you'll be pissed. And so I was pissed at the time. I do understand leaving the horse up, but I think this was the most obvious of the three, only in terms of cutting the horse off, taking away the horse's path. But I don't think it cost the horse a win. The horse did run second. I think that's probably where it would have ran
2: anyway. Oh. Uh, I think it was borderline dangerous riding Forget about who won and who didn't win If the two came out a little It's kind of irrelevant Because the seven beats the two If you watch the eight there's a Watch where he is on the track He definitely comes in Here's the deal You hear Richard Migliori talk about it all the time Is the horse trying to go through a hole That's there or not there And the hole was there for the eight, seven to go through And then it wasn't there Okay, so there's a hole and then there's not a hole. And if Tyler Gaflione kept trying to go through the hole, there would have been a serious accident in this race because he had every right to keep trying to go through because he's virtually even with he's about a third of a length behind. So now forget about that. Let's go back to my vacuum. There is no way, no way you can tell me that the first race you showed today is a disqualification. And that isn't okay. If you want to tell me they both are okay. We can have a a talk about it, but we just agreed that that first one was a borderline hurting or whatever. All right. This is a situation where a jock, if he kept trying to go through that hole, he could have gone down, which is actually much more dangerous than hurting. I think that was an easy call. And I think it was 100% incorrect. I don't think it was 100% takedown. I'd say about 80-20, but way more egregious than the other two, in my opinion.
0: Guys, here's my opinion. Something very similar. First of all, I'm going to push back on one little thing, Um, Paul. You know I respect your opinion, obviously. The hurting situation is totally different than a squeeze play. I call this like a squeeze play. This is is apples and oranges to me. This is two completely different scenarios. Yeah, this is worse. This is worse, right? Well, you could—it's more dangerous. I'd agree, but I'm just saying it's a different situation. Is all I'm saying. Um, this happened very similar to me a few weeks ago. I think it was in California. It might have been New York. <sighs> to me, I—I'm assuming you guys don't agree with this. I think it's pretty obvious. The two absolutely—it does matter to me, Paul. I'll tell you why. The two absolutely comes over a lot more than the eight, in my opinion. Okay, I think it's pretty obvious, but that—that's me. And it does matter because the timing was just awful for the, for Tyler on the seven. The eight moved over
2: not even half a path. I, I'll say – before... Look at it again. That's not correct. Yeah,
1: I don't agree either. Oh,
2: you can see the – look at the, look at the track, the max on the track. Okay. You can see the shadow on the inside. Look uh, at the track, the max on the track
0: where the eight was. <laughs> I just – let's see if I can bring it back again one more time. Um, I, I, I just – He moved
2: over sure. at least a full path.
0: Okay, let's see. All right, he's right He's right here, right? Yep. Okay, I'm gonna leave going to leave the arrow where it is. That's a full path? That's not a full path. I... Come on. Come on, Paul. Come on,
1: Paul. But right the here. Problem... Right here.
0: A full path? He moves over like two inches, maybe.
1: Yeah, I, I... in, he moves over in front of the horse, and the horse before that, the seven was clear in the hole. okay and then he cut He comes completely so, over. How, so how, that's if the at two least finished one pass in path, front of yeah, the 7
2: was,
0: would you have taken the two down well let me just fit, well, I'll answer that question let me just finish because the the 8 came over slightly but because the 2 was coming over this Tyler had to move closer to the 8 and made it look a lot worse than it was in my opinion I think that's why they left it up because the 2 was coming over Tyler saw that he had to go over and he sort of went into the 8 as the 8 was slightly coming in I think let me just put it to you this way. If the two was not there, there would have been no issues whatsoever. None. None. They wouldn't have taken it down. They wouldn't have even looked at it. It would have been nothing. It's because, the, in my opinion, it's because the two came over and forced Tyler to go into the eight a little more. and made it a lot worse, and the timing of it was bad. That's just my opinion. I have no problem with
2: it. I think it was the
0: right – So I, if the seven awful.
2: finished second, third, you would have moved them up to second?
0: Um, If the seven – yes. Yes, I would have. I think the two – I think the two was the worst actor in this race and caused the most problems and made the eight look worse. I don't think the eight really came over that much at all. Uh, it's fascinating. that That's uh, – Nick, look at the two. Right. I agree with Nick. The two came over two okay. and a half past. The eight no – Another years.
1: person says guys, eight came over more. J.W.,
0: there is no poss- – <laughs> oh, I'm going to lose viewers. Listen, I love all you guys out there. You cannot watch that race – It does matter a lot, Matt. It matters a lot because the two is the one that forced the seven into the eight. If the two is not there, the eight comes over slightly and the seven doesn't have to worry about, oh, crap, there's another horse coming. I got to go into it. And that forced the seven into the eight. So I think it does matter a lot how much more the two came over. And it matters a lot that the two did come over. If the two, even if the two was in the race, guys, and didn't come over at all, I still don't think there would have been an issue. Anyway, no, I'll but the two, just my, the two,
1: just you, you almost, you almost discount the 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 part of the two coming over that does nothing. So it doesn't matter if it was two paths or three paths. The first two paths don't matter because they weren't interfering with anyone. You could come over a little bit when there's no one there, but I still think they came over into the seven close to enough. But I think the eight cut the seven off a bit. But again, I think it's subjective enough to where. Yeah. I'm not sure, and and that's what sucks about it. And I, I think in the end, the the right horse won, unfortunately, for my ticket, well, and I think Paul's ticket as well, unfortunately. Right, Paul? I think you that cost you something too. Yeah, I mean, I, I, but
2: to my credit, I was I was ranting about it right after the race, and it was only leg one of the pick five.
0: So. <laughs> as a was. result, yes, I, I can verify that is true. Five.
2: But I was ranting about it before. But again, let's talk about the humans making this decision. You you can't tell me that the first one we showed is a definite DQ and this one isn't. That and someone put in the comment and it might have been a Delphi. Uh, the the consistency is a problem. Yeah. Okay. We're talking forty eight hours between those two calls. There was nothing close to contact on the first one. You can call it hurting Howard. You can talk about. You know, that's how I read, does it all the time in, in New York, blah, blah, blah. There wasn't anything close to contact on the Friday race, okay? There was very close to contact in that race. So my, that's part of my problem here. And Andy talks about it all the time in New York, uh, to his credit. Cause he, he, although in New York, remember the stewards don't only one of them works for Naira. So that's a common yeah. misnomer, but Mark. Hey, look, these Kentucky stewards, forget about this. They can't get out of their own goddamn way. Okay. <laughs> it took them how long to come up with, you know, between the, the maximum security and the appeals and all that, and leaking the thing on Baffin who I don't want to sympathize with, but th- this is not an astute group of people. Okay. Maybe they got the, all three of these, right. I don't think they did, you know. I don't think anyone was a hundred percent. Or I, I would put that one at about eighty. But you know, I'm fine. What I'm not fine with is DQ on Friday and leaving that up on Sunday. That does not jibe with me. Okay.
0: Uh, last thing I want to say, because guys, we got to go here in a few minutes. We got another show in, in eleven minutes. I do want to show this, guys. Irad did get three days for this. This was the last race on Friday. When I and you're gonna see, I'm just gonna let it roll. He's the ten right here who forces the 11 into the eight now this was dangerous again irad's on the all the way in the outside forced the 11 into the eight and that was a really bad situation i'm just gonna freeze it right there guys irad got three days for that he that's and and uh, joel got three days i don't know why but got three days for the very first thing we showed which is crazy to me but okay and
2: jose got Did he three get three or one, howard
0: I thought I saw three, but I could be wrong. I thought
2: one of I thought I saw someone oh. got three and two others got one day. Okay, I'm, I could be wrong. Anyway, I'm not sure uh, about that.
0: Jose Ortiz got um, a, a day for his raging sea uh, in the lane, and Ira got three days for that that we just saw, and and um, Joel got maybe one or three days on the hurting. Anyway, well, guys,
2: Matthew Chamorro says they all got three. Okay,
0: that's what I thought. Um, Who guys, says we they're ra- not
2: consistent? <laughs> we we,
0: we got to wrap it up. I wanted to talk about other things like um... – when during the, if, if it happens at a certain point of the race, should it matter? Who's involved? Traders and jockeys does that? Should that matter? Consistency. Guys, we'll have to save, save this for another show. Maybe a week from now, we really appreciate you guys. Pete, you want a real quick comment? We got to go.
1: Oh no, I, I was good. I was going to say, I'm sure there'll be many more bad stewards oh. decisions that we can, <laughs> that we can litigate right. on this podcast. so and we, and if you want to see a really,
2: that. really, really bad one, go back to Bayern winning the breeders oh. cup classic. Don't, the, yeah. don't, don't go there
0: because I love Shared Belief. Love Shared Belief. One of my top five favorite horses of all time. I hate that, that was, horse. I'll just say it. That was bullshit. <laughs> that was completely ridiculous. Anyway, I'm that I'm I'm happy you know we got to wrap it up. for my Thanks to everyone for watching. We had a great, lively discussion. We respect people's opinions. We can talk about this more later. For my co-hosts, Pete visco and Paula Halloran, this has been episode 189. Episode 190 starts in literally nine minutes. We're going to stop this show. Go to our next link and join us for a Breeders' Cup recap uh, with uh, Pete uh, and Just Pete. Paul's going to be done for the evening. Just Pete and also Trust the Prophets, um, Matthew DeSantis. It's a great podcast. He's the host of that. Thanks for watching, everyone. We appreciate it. Have a great night. Bye-bye.